If you have had an experience that makes you want to leave your job, your spouse, your friend, or even your church, which has you gone bananas by giving you a sickness, we want to hear from you. We want you to share your stories with us, just a fan. Hello and welcome back to Around the Table with Abibi. I said welcome back because two days ago, we dropped the part one of technology during the COVID-19 pandemic. We asked you what type of applications you use during the COVID-19 pandemic, whether it's on your professional or personal lives. And we had a lot of calls regarding this, so much so that we couldn't put it all in part one. So we decided to divide it. Here is technology during the COVID-19 pandemic part two. Take a listen. I am a conference interpreter by profession. Thank you, ABB, for inviting me to that podcast. I'm using my laptop, my tablet, my smartphone, and the internet connection. Coming to touch on my career, I work from home. My office is my bedroom and a very good internet connection with, with the OptiFiber. You have enumerated all the equipment that you use to do your work. What kind of applications? I understand. Uh, from my experience, I've been using a couple of applications to do virtual meetings. The most extensively used for virtual meetings is Zoom. This is what everybody is using. This is what most of my clients are using. Some use Microsoft Teams and many other use Kudo. You need to be Kudo certified before you use Kudo. And there are many more. Sometimes I have solicitations from European clients or colleagues who use different tools, but I use Zoom 90 to 95% for my meetings. So how do you and like it? Coming back, Oh, it's good. Zoom is good. It's more user-friendly. Is there any other application that you use? Microsoft Teams is good. I, I covered a, a meeting for Amnesty International, and the provider was working from, I think, Geneva. I was able to listen to my colleagues, and from what he was or she was saying, I was taking good notes, too. There were some words or some concepts I didn't understand, but she understood them better because she, she was more experienced than me in that area. On the tools, Microsoft work with. The number one in terms of ranking is Kudo, because Kudo was created by a UN interpreter, professional interpreter, and so he's more specialized in that field. Now, coming back to that, after Kudo, we have Interpify. Interpify is also like Kudo, it's very good, extensively used, but not that much like in Africa. The, the one I use, Amnesty International, is Voice Voice Boxer. Voice Boxer is the one that helps you to monitor your colleagues. Kudo, you can monitor your colleagues as well, and also Interpify you can monitor your colleagues and exchange words. We also have Interaxio, which is also an RSI tool. RSI is Remote or Simultaneous Interpreting, RSI. And so we have Interaxio, which is the number four, and we have Speakers and Verspit, which is also another tool which is also very much used in Europe. Two, Interpify. Three, uh, Voice Boxer. Uh, four, Interaxial. Five, Picos and Raspic. And six, Zoom, Cloud Meeting. This is what I can say about RSI tools that are used for interpreters. Do you work for a specific company or you are an independent consultant? I'm a freelancer. And how did you yeah. get connected to them? How do you start such a thing? Now, first of all, I, I had to go through the training. I did a training. I did a master. I did my master in conference interpreting. 
interpreting and and during the uh, final exam some of the recruiters come I mean they came to sit in, uh, on the panel so they will look at the, the kind of headhunters and if you perform very well that day they will now call you they will invite you to be on the list Florence uh, is there anything yeah. else you would like to add regarding the technology that we spoke about well the advice I want to give to everybody is uh, uh, the world is changing if you are not IT literate you will be left behind well thank you so much for being around the table with Abibi my pleasure wow if you are tuning in we were talking about technology during the COVID-19 pandemic with Florent Bile from Abidjan West Africa he gave us a whole list of applications that he calls tools in RSI it stands for remote simultaneous interpreting he uses kudos and Interprofy, Voice Boxster, Interaxio, I believe, and many more. Plus, he told us how to become an international conference interpreter. That is great. Thank you again. Our next guest is also an interpreter. Guys, I promise I did not do it on purpose. Pure coincidence. Okay, let's listen to him. His name is Lambert. All right, thank you very much. My name is Lambert Seribayi. I'm a coach for professional development project for executives. I am an English teacher and uh, also an interpreter and a translator, business consultant. The situation with the COVID-19 was, was really a shock. I don't think that we were really prepared for this break of this pandemic. We had to change a lot in our living, in our lifestyle. But I will start with professional. I used to go to companies to teach them English, to teach them to talk about how to run the company, how to create a stress-free atmosphere, how to motivate their staff, and so on. Many executives, CEOs, or other uh, managers sometimes don't have a strong knowledge of this. And when I was in the U.S. from 2010 and 2016, I attended a course which helped me to be equipped to train those So with the pandemic, I had to change my way of working. Number one, before the pandemic, I would go to the company, I would sit in a room with my learners, and then I would train them. But with the pandemic, I had to do it via my computer and my internet connection. So I had to use Zoom. I had to work with WhatsApp. Sometimes it worked perfectly, and sometimes it doesn't. You know that the internet connection in Africa is not like in the development word so sometimes you will be teaching someone and then all of a sudden you lose connection so you had to to start all over again so that was a serious challenge for us and uh, also I am an interpreter so I used to attend conferences and be in a booth to interpret all of a sudden all these conferences were cancelled because of the pandemic people were working via internet doing video conference as an interpreter I had to join in with my computer and my internet connection. Here again, it was a challenge because it's different when you are sitting in a conference room with the people and you are in a booth, you, you can hear perfectly what they're saying. But if you have to if you have to go if you have to go do WhatsApp video video conference, it's another challenge. At the beginning
beginning, it was very chaotic because nobody was prepared. When you start your computer and then you see that you don't have internet connection or there was an electricity power cut, things like this. And it was very stressful. But little by little, I was able to manage to have a, a better control of my equipment. So I would navigate between my computer and my phone. So with those two tools, I was able to carry out my tasks, satisfy my students and the company executives that I was working. I'm very happy to hear that. Now, on the personal note, what type of application have you been using more that you were not using before the pandemic? I spent too much time on my phone, on internet. This is something I wasn't doing too much in the past. But with the pandemic, I had to stay in touch with my kids and with my brothers and sisters who are in the U.S. or in Europe. How were you communicating with them? Were you paying the communications? No, I had to get an internet connection. Once I pay, because every month I have a Wi-Fi dish in my house. So uh, I have a little pocket Wi-Fi that I can carry with me anywhere I go. Every month I pay for my connection, uh, volume or credit or whatever you want to call it. And then I can reach my people. I just have to connect with my phone and I can see them if we use video call or I can speak to them if we, we, we don't use video. So you're not using social media to call them like uh, Messenger or WhatsApp? or Facebook? No, this, is, this is part of what I use. Yeah, WhatsApp, Messenger, mostly WhatsApp. Okay. Uh, I don't know because with Messenger, I, I guess you have to be, uh, I don't know if I'm right, you have to be a friend on Facebook so you can, mess, you can do Messenger or whatever. I, don't know. I see. But I use WhatsApp, I use Viber. I just spoke with a friend in California, by the way, who is, uh, and we always talk every weekend on Viber. I speak to our kids, I, I see them on, uh, on Viber. So I use Zoom, WhatsApp, Viber, Messenger. It's not because of the pandemic. I think they, these tools were already there, but now we use them more. I see. Because traveling and movements of people have become very difficult, even in the city. I really appreciate your input within this subject. Is there anything else you would like to add? Well, I want to say that if those companies that are selling those internet and help people to have access to internet and be able to communicate with their people, their families. The price for me is a bit high. For a country, Ivory Coast, in the States, even in Europe, it is cheaper than that over here. You're bringing another subject to debate about. No, no, no. This is very important. If people are obligated to use those tools, then socially these companies should participate in the process. They shouldn't sit there and just send us text messages and say, observe the protocol, keep the social distances, wear your mask, blah, blah, blah. But the price of the connection, the, the cost, airtime is too high. So you're talking about the government right now? Of course, the government, but the companies like Orange, MTN, All these companies who, who are selling airtime and should, you know, consider to participate in this social movement by reducing the price. That's the only problem. Many people can't afford internet. They just don't communicate with their phone. I have my house girl. I had to give her my phone to call her kids who are in another town because she only charged a phone like less than a dollar, like 50 cents. And that's just to beep somebody, not to call. So if she's in a situation where where she has an emergency. 
I think that could be another subject that we talk about. It's a very, very interesting because uh, surprisingly, the way they charge African countries is totally different or the way the system works in African countries is totally different from how they offer internet here in America or in the industrialized country, which is not fair, right? That's exactly what I'm trying to say. They need to understand that the people also have to participate in the social movement. You can't just keep your position of just informing people uh, to observe the protocol, alerting people, creating awareness on the on the protocol, and not a company that with the kind of cost or prices that would make these people have access to your phone. If I don't have uh, my phone working, how would I read your message? Orange, MTN, or whatever. We're going into politics. No, it's not, it's not politics. No, it has to be politics because what are the government doing? Those companies doing whatever they want to do in the African countries. And you are in Abidjan, right? Yeah. So that's exactly what I'm saying. If they negotiate well or if they impose certain quota to the companies, life will be better for everybody. For instance, here in America, we pay, what, $30? For the entire month, or fifty dollars for you, for whatever yeah, pro- you sign up, and exactly. you can and you can talk twenty four hours a day. I'm telling you, nonstop, you never get any kind of pay e- or Exactly, compared to Africa, where you have a limited time in whatever you do, that's not fair. And we're supposed to be underdeveloped countries, which means they have less money. You know, it doesn't make sense. They me. they charge them more. Yeah, let me crack a joke here before we close. I went to a city up country near my my village my parents dalwa in the area okay so i went to that village which is not really a, it's a big village so we can call it a little town and i saw a group of people like some 30 people standing around a tree and then talking on their phone and i asked my security guy who was with me i said why are they all congregating there is there a meeting or something he said no this is the only spot where you can get connection let me tell you something else i was in i'm not trying to cut you off but i have to tell you another story which is exactly what you just described i was in Ghana this summer, I had to go to the roof of another building. There were no connection in our house or in any house for that matter. We had to go to the top of the roof to be connected. And that's not right. That's crazy. So for anyone who is listening to this program, if you have comment, please do not hesitate to add it. Send me messages because this is another subject that we can talk about. There's some discrepancies like that in life that is just not right. Definitely, yeah. You cannot preach something and you don't, you don't back it up with action. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to talk to you today. Remind me your name and where you're calling me from again. Lam- Lambert Seribadi from Abidjan. It was a great honor and pleasure for me to join the discussion. God bless you. Bless everybody. Thank you so much, Lambert, for calling. I appreciate your conversation. Take care. Take it easy. That's the end of the show. We were around the table with Abib. We went from Los Angeles to South Africa to West Africa. Beautiful. That's exactly the way I wanted it. We spoke about technology during the COVID-19 pandemic in our professional and personal lives. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it massively. Remember to subscribe to our channel Activate the notification bell so you won't miss our next episode. Follow me on facebook.com at A-B-I-B-I-E. 
one two three also remember to send your comments and topic requests to abbenterprises at gmail.com which is a b b enterprises with an s at the end at gmail.com see you and remember to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about around the table with abbenterprises